In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So as we conclude this, this octave of Pentecost, we will now, going, tomorrow we will be celebrating, or actually tonight at Vespers, we will be celebrating Trinity Sunday. And so in preparation for tomorrow's feast, let us recall then the arrival of the Holy Trinity into our minds. So not only the Son, but also the Father and the Holy Ghost come and dwell in the human mind by grace. According to the Gospel of St. John, Jesus said, If anyone love me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him and will come to him and will make our abode with him. So imagine, when we have sanctifying grace, we become temples not only of the Holy Ghost, but of the Holy Trinity. The Father comes comforting us by his power. It is he that giveth strength to the weary. The Son comes enlightening us with his wisdom, for he is the true light that enlightens every man. The Holy Ghost comes through his goodness, filling our hearts with his love. For truly, whatever good is in us is from the Holy Ghost. Since he comes to us with his love, because the love of God is the fountain of all goodness. Therefore then, the Spirit chiefly communicates himself to us, but very sweetly is he in us when he rejoices us with the interior taste of his sweetness. Therefore, on this point, in the book of Psalms, it says, The Lord is sweet to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. But especially sweet is he to those tasting him. St. Bernard, speaking of the Holy Ghost, says, He is the one consoler, he who is God and love. Thus, the devout soul who intimately tastes the sweetness of the divine goodness is to be admired because it finds no such sweetness in created objects and things. St. Anselm says, Imagine how great is that good which contains the sweetness of all good things and which we cannot find in things created and differs from all natural good as much as the Creator differ, di, um, differs from the creature. You see, the goodness and everlasting joy of being with our Lord surpasses all of the comforts and goods that we find here on earth. And remember, heaven is so much more important that we must seek it every day. You see, we sometimes forget because we, we get occupied with all of the problems, difficulties that we face today. And uh, remember that this might just be temporary, these problems. So let us try to overcome them with patience. Let us overcome them with mildness and not to react in, in a very uh, sinful or angry way, you know, because anger does not help with solving problems. We know that. 
We also know that complaining does not help also in solving problems. What truly helps is that we're docile to the Holy Ghost. We react, of course, in a prudent way. Of course, we can correct things that are erroneous. We can correct things. Uh, we can also speak of our concern. That's perfectly fine. But to only angrily complain, for example, as what I've said before, uh, it really does not have any use. And so for those who might disagree with this notion that, that we should reduce our complaining, those people who um, reject that means that, that uh, there is still pride that is possessed in us, that is still lingering, a hidden pride thinking that we always know the best solution for everything. But only God knows the true and best and optimal good and good solution for all of us. Since He is our Creator, He knows what is best for us. So the sweetness of this divine goodness is so great, no tongue and no words are capable of expressing it. Only grace can fittingly praise it. To him that overcome, I will give the hidden manna, according to the book of the Apocalypse. For it is revealed in no discourses. So St. Bernard says, O oh, whosoever is anxious to know what it means to enjoy the word, let him prepare not his ear, but his mind. And for not the tongue, but grace teaches it. Grace teaches us many things. More than this, the sweetness of divine goodness excels every desire and all knowledge. It is so great that we are not only incapable of finding words to express its greatness, but also we fail in investigating its true power. In the book of Psalms, we read, I remembered God in whom is sweetness, and I was delighted and was exercised, and my spirit swooned away. St. Bernard says the intellect does not grasp this except insofar as the soul experiences it. Therefore, the words of the prophet are plainly evident. Wonderful are thy works, O Lord, and my soul knoweth right well. I will praise thee, and thou art fearfully magnified. That is, so exceedingly great is the power of the Father that we fail to realize the magnitude of that power, the depth of the wisdom, and the abundance of that overflowing sweetness. You see, we, when we reflect on the Blessed Trinity, the our Lord God that we believe as Catholics, that we believe in the Blessed Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And we try to acknowledge Him and adore Him. And that is what Mass is for. First and foremost, to adore and worship our Lord. You know? And also it is a sacrifice that the priest offers on behalf of all of those who assist at Mass for the glory of God and to worship Him, to ask Him for forgiveness, to petition Him, to glorify and praise Him. You see, Mass is centered on our Lord. You know, now we see services 
that try to extol man, you know, but really liturgy, holy mass is meant for our Lord because of our responsibility and our duties as creatures, we must render worship to God, the Holy Trinity. That is also part of our natural instinct, really. Even if uh, we know that there are many people who are not Catholic or even baptized, it is part of their human nature to acknowledge their Creator, nevertheless. So let us pray for those who may not believe in God, our Creator, who may not believe in God at all. For those people, they must have somehow blocked in their minds the notion of a spiritual entity, a spiritual a world that is out there that has sustained us, this world, our people, through sanctifying grace, and how our Lord revealed himself through our Lord Jesus Christ in Holy Scriptures. We see the many miracles that the Catholic Church has had performed or witnessed, especially in the Blessed Sacrament, where sometimes our Lord would, would in his will, allow his Blessed Sacrament to, to appear in a true bodily form, you know, flesh and blood. We do see the many miracles, especially of Our Lady, who always asks and begs for our for, for that we ask God for, for forgiveness from sin to pray the Holy Rosary. So let us remember and acknowledge the greatness of our religion, the, the only true religion that God had founded on earth. And so let this be something that we can be happy in and uh, also be joyful about that we are baptized in the universal church, right? And this this uh, vehicle of sanctification that God had created, the Holy Catholic Church, to sanctify the many sinners out there since we are part of the body of Christ and we try to strive for perfection. So I do hope that these many meditations that we have been doing for these several weeks have been quite helpful, whether it be from the meditations of St. Thomas Aquinas, and whether it be from the Catechism of Father Sperago, I do encourage you to truly learn our faith more and more. You know, there are so many people who might reflect now during this time that they need to go back to Mass, sacraments. And so our Lord has, has been also moving these minds and hearts to return then to a sense of sacred, sacredness. And I hope too, dear faithful, that, that all of this will come to an end, even though it might be still a journey, uh, an obstacle to, to overcome. But let us keep then uh, that, that uh, spirit of worship, of uh, worshiping our Lord. And, and unfortunately, yes, Sunday Mass is not yet allowed, but one day we will. So let us be hopeful about that, dear faithful. Remember that our Lord sees our sacrifices, and if we offer them up very well, then they will be very effective for our salvation. And especially if we offer these sacrifices for others, it will also help them as well. So I wish you a blessed conclusion of the Easter season. And may God continue to bless and protect all of you, dear faithful, wherever you may be. And thank you again so much for your support and generosity. Of course, this will not be the last time we live stream. But of course, we will pause for now uh, as we reopen our weekday masses. But of course, we, are, we can always take 
connected as what people like to say, you can always contact us at the rectory by telephoning us. You can use our email address that is on our website and you can communicate through those means if you ever do need assistance, a spiritual talk, advice. And uh, thank you again for those people who have then reached out to us during these times and even asked for advice uh, during these most difficult times. Of course, there will be even more difficult times ahead, dear faithful, as we know that there's so much persecution against the Catholic Church uh, nowadays, but all of our minds are still focused on, I, I would think, the pandemic, and here in the United States about the, uh, the rioters, the protesters, all that, all the violence that we are seeing so much. Uh, let us remember and, and ask the Lord to bestow upon us peace, peace that only the true peace that only He can give, right? And hopefully there will be a solution to all of these things, but only in God's time. So that's why we must be patient, dear faithful. Remember that that the martyrs who have suffered and died for the faith, they excelled in that virtue of martyrdom because they endured. You know, it was mostly endurance that helps uh, with the martyrdom. So for us. Even though we might not be martyrs, we try to practice endurance because that is what mostly uh, we must try to maintain is the endurance that we can and perseverance as well. So I hope that during this, at this conclusion of the Easter season, when we continue to run the race, we must try to finish the race as we can too. Finish the race and win that crown of glory that all of us should deserve but we must try to do it now. We must try to set our good examples now. We must try to practice our faith now. We must try, try to practice, pray the rosary now. Read the Holy Scriptures now. Open our missiles to see the readings now. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not when the pandemic is over. We must try to use our time well, and we must use it now because we do not know how much time we have left here on this earth and uh, if the time is up it is too late and our lord will ask us what have you used how did you use your time here on earth did you use it to party did you use it to, to sin did you use it to not care or did you use it to sacrifice did you use it to to glorify God in worship? Did you use it to help be charitable to others, to follow the commandments of God and Holy Mother Church? You see, in the end, we will all be judged by our Lord. And so let us try our best, dear faithful, to practice and be faithful to our duties and our state of life and our vocation, whatever it may be now. Let us try to practice it now. So I keep you in our prayers and please continue to keep praying for all of us here, dear faithful. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.